Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day. How many people here work somewhere but really wanna have their own business or hustle? Raise your hands. A lot. For me, the internet is for you. For me, if I sat down with these two dudes, the black shirt and the white shirt right in this third row, and they both raised their hands, for me, it's not about, if I was sitting down with you for three hours, it's not about coming up with a business that's gonna do 10 million bucks. It's about understanding how much money you make now working a job, what you spend your money on to live, and trying to figure out how quickly you can get into a place where you don't have to work in a job. One more time, how many hands work somewhere but want to do their own thing? Raise your hands. More than half this audience. Meanwhile, let me tell you why most of the hands that just went up will never get there. They buy dumb shit. Do you know how many people here literally drive cars to impress people that they fucking hate? People literally going in debt or getting further from leaving the job they don't like to do something that will make them happy because they have to buy a certain car that has a logo that impresses people that they fucking despise. Do you understand how fucked up that is? Do you know how many people here live in homes where they don't use more than half the rooms in the house? Like, we are so fundamentally in a vortex that makes no sense that I am unbelievably passionate understanding how much money you make and what you can do to get off of it, but the problem is, again, people are doing so many things to keep up with the Joneses, to make it look like they're successful, to appease their parents, and a million fucking other things that have nothing to do with themselves. And we need to change that fucking game. And the, thank you. And the internet is the most likely thing. The internet, is a place where you can make $54,000 a year just talking about peanut butter. This is important, guys. This is super duper important what I'm talking about. The internet, unlike the real world, is a place where the long tail gets rewarded. The long tail. The reason I'm on this ridiculous, to many people, garage sale hustle thing is because the quickest way By the way, because I knew I was gonna be here, do you know how crazy it is, especially in a market like this, where eBay, because Amazon wasn't here, is even more mature and ahead? Do you understand how crazy it is that if you went to the clearance aisles of your five biggest retailers in Australia, bought things on clearance, went home, relisted it, and posted on eBay, that the far majority of this audience could make between 50 to $100,000 a year just on doing that for nine to 10 hours a day. Meanwhile, everybody's sitting here with the next big app that's gonna be the next fucking Uber for lawnmowers. The thing that has made me successful far more than my passion or my energy is my disproportionate practicality. Most people want to look the part of an entrepreneur that came up with the next Supreme or Adidas brand or the next Uber or Facebook, yet are $40,000 in debt, working a job that they hate and literally 
if they went to the five discount stores that dominate this market, buy things on clearance, go home, take a picture with their fucking phone, and upload to eBay, and then when people buy it, go to the post office and ship it, they would be able to get out of debt and get into a financial place. But people don't want to do that because they don't want to be judged for that being their hustle. Most people in this room, in this world, would rather lose looking like they're doing something successful than win and be judged for doing something that seems dorky. It's fucking facts. And that leads me to the thing that I matter the most, which is why you are living your life based on other people's opinions. If I could punch every person's mom in the face in this audience, I would. It's scary to me how much pressure parents put on their kids and use them as products to look good to the other parents that they're spending their time on when it is not in the best interest of their kids' happiness. It's just a real broken system, it's really unfortunate and I am the byproduct of parents that went the other way which really allowed me to lean into the things I was passionate about even though in the 90s in America immigrant kids were supposed to get straight A's If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my report card, that thing is fucking ugly. That is the reason I get to stand here today because I had nothing, so I had adversity because the quickest way not to win in life is have too much when you start. And two, I was able to breathe. I am here and I promise if you really study me, all I'm doing, and it took me a little while to realize it, is all I'm doing is I'm trying to do to the world what my parents did to me. I feel such a level of guilt and gratitude, a mix of the two, of how I had it, that all I'm trying to do with my popularity or my attention is create the shield for you to point to. Do you know how happy it makes me how many people use my content to show to the person they're fighting with internally or subconsciously to give them the air cover to do the thing they wanna do? That makes me feel incredible. It's the great gift of my life that a lot of people use my content to give them permission to do the fucking thing that they wanna do. And that is what drives me to fly across the whole world and keep doing it. That is unbelievably fulfilling. I'm gonna get mine. I have news for everybody. I got mine long before I got on stage and started doing stuff. I don't need to monetize my audience. There's no fucking product that I'm gonna try to make you buy for the next fucking 14 minutes. What I'm doing What I'm doing is trying to be happy when I fly home in a couple days and read the emails from people. And by the way, I get them every day. Every day I get emails that start with, I was $47,000 in debt a year ago and now I've got a business doing 300,000. I don't know why it took me four and a half years to finally do what you've been saying. And that's the thing, just so you understand what, you know, why, I love when people are like, Gary V, like the comments are just so fun. Gary V, like, you suck, bro. You repeat the same shit. I'm like, cause it's right, dick face. <laughs> the reason I keep repeating it, the reason I believe in it, is because I know for so many of you, even though you've seen it 87 times, this moment in real life, at this time, might be the time it happens. That's how it actually works. This is a game of perspective. Either you understand what's happening or not. Do you know how many people have defaulted into thinking this is a terrible time? My friends, this is the greatest time to be a human being in the history of Earth. 
I mean, I'm, I don't know what else to tell you. This is like math. This is not my opinion. This is what's going on with genocide and health, life expenses. Like, this is the best. Like, for all the fucking shit we have with racism and sexism and a lot of terror, we got plenty of shit. Meanwhile, they had the Black Plague. Meanwhile, they had World War fucking two. Meanwhile, they had real shit. And we sit around and complain about the dumbest shit in the world. People complain about like getting the wrong milk in their coffee from a barista. Or that your, this is my, your Wi-Fi is a little slower than normal, asshole. Like you're upset. You can feel the speed, it's a little lower. Or, or, my, or you got a few less likes than you're usually getting on a post. Like, the stuff that we actually spend time on is fascinating to me. It is a complete and utter lack of perspective. And so, I spend all my time trying to contextualize what's actually happening. And what's actually happening is, the internet is finally mature enough that it is at such a scale that literally every person in this room can win and not at the expense of anybody else in this room because the long tail is that huge if they're willing to lean into things that most people aren't willing to lean into. Humility, getting quiet in their head from everybody else's judgment, patience as fuck, patience as fuck. Nobody has ever built anything meaningful overnight. People have inherited money. You can win the lotto, it happens, but not for the 99.9%. And all of this is available to every person here if they're willing to figure out how they communicate to the world. And now the most important part, I laugh at you. You know why? Because a lot of you commented about this conference today during the day. Some of you complained that people came up here and sold, right? I am a weird fucking dude. I decided to look at everybody here who complained about people up here to sell and I decided to audit their social media profiles their Facebook pages and Twitter accounts. Let me tell you about all the people that complained that people came up here and sold. Every fucking post out of their mouth on their Facebook is selling shit. It's fucking funny. It's fucking hypocrisy at scale. People shitting on other people selling yet every post out of their mouth is buy this, my favorite, one person here complaining has all, every post is come for my free assessment, which is their sales pitch. And so I highly recommend everybody here starts really becoming religious about empathy. You wanna really win in life? Figure out what empathy is and practice it. And I have no idea how to teach it, but fucking get it into your skull. The reason I sell so well is cause the only thing I think about is the audience. Not what's in it for me, what's in it for them. That will always work. The reason I have a good organization and culture is because I work for 900 people, not they work for me. The biggest mistake that many of you will make within an organization is when you go from doing to being a manager, you think you've made it and now people work for you. That's the beginning of you working for them. And so we are really in desperate need of perspective. And so what you may wanna do is not actually strategize your Instagram post based on how many followers or likes you're gonna get, but maybe actually weirdly, maybe just one time, it would be a good idea to think what the few people that decided to follow you 
actually get out of you putting that picture up. Maybe that will work. You wanna build a fucking audience? It's not gonna be bullshit engagement groups or fake followers or all the other horseshit hacks that everybody wants to fucking figure out to have the perception of having 4,000 or 10,000 or 100,000 fans. It's actually putting in the work to create a meaningful community based on you actually bringing them value. How about that for a fucking strategy? And another thing while I'm on that, for so many people that are complaining that they don't have a big enough audience, how do you have the audacity to wish for more fans when you don't go into your own comments when you only get 17 of them and reply to the people that are already part of your community? From 2007 to 2011, when nobody knew who the fuck I was and Twitter was the platform of the day, I spent every day replying to every single tweet that made a mention of me and used to go to sleep at three and four o'clock in the morning until I completely got to everybody and that's how I built my foundation. People want the glitz and the glamour and the caviar but they're not willing to eat the shit. Period. If, if you, I mean, if you don't understand how this actually plays out, there is no fucking shortcut. There's no hack, there's no tip, there's just the work. My favorite are the fitness influencers on Instagram. They figured it out in fitness. That you know, they eat well, they work out every day, they're so disciplined, yet for their business or their social media following, they're looking for the fucking shortcut. The shit they make fun of that people do in health, they're doing in social and in business. It's cliche, I see it every day. My friends, please understand what I'm about to tell you. Social media's golden era will go away. Just like search engines golden era went away and emails golden era went away. Everything we're talking about right now is in the prime of its career. The prime, like an athlete or a supermodel at the apex. Over the next decade or two, it will lose its throne. Most likely in my opinion, to voice devices like Alexa and Google which are gonna steal our attention because of the level of convenience it brings to our lives. But visual's always gonna play and it will always have a place, just like email, not as good as it was in 1997, but still an outrageously effective way to sell and market even to this day. It's not like it's gonna die, it's just not gonna be as fucking awesome as it is right now. You're sitting here, if you're at this conference, you're paying attention to what I'm saying Now my question is, are you really gonna allow me to make fun of you in seven years for not doing anything about it? Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.